0: Evening. Yes, we praise God because we are, because uh, He is here. We feel Him and we just believe. We just believe for a touch from the Holy Spirit tonight. So, i call wednesday night recharge recharge yeah so after sunday we go to our workplace wherever we go and we need we need a charge we need a charge we need to stay connected with the word the holy spirit with Jesus, with Jesus, amen. So, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, for once again, you have enabled us to come to your house, to your sanctuary, and um, just be encouraged with your presence and just give you, oh Lord God, a grateful heart give you the honor and the glory for you alone deserve it oh father god we thank you for the gathering of your saints you're always the lord god are in our midst for you promise it in your word oh father we ask once again that you teach us the holy spirit may the truth of your word be magnified And we need a mighty touch from you, Holy Spirit. And we thank you for tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, um, (coughs) we're going to be talking tonight about God's presence. About God's presence. In the Bible, we have learned a lot of, of times a lot of cases that uh, uh, God's presence came down his his manifest presence is in the crowd. we we learn we learn a lot of these these things and um, Sometimes in our life, uh, we have the time to reflect, to reflect, and uh, like what we miss, what we what we have done wrong, especially the people that you know have. Encountered some difficulties, trouble in relationships. People like me who was diagnosed with a con- with a cancer. I don't know about you, but I got the time to reflect, to reflect on 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 my life. What did I miss? Didn't the word say? You know, God wants to bless me in all things, to be in health, even as my soul prospers. Didn't the Word say that? So uh, this this reflection and and questioning myself, I really miss a lot. I really miss a lot. So we we are thinking about what we should be looking for, what we should be expecting, how we should be moving in an expectation. I don't know about you, but I find that I was too often not expecting. You, you know, when you are in this, um situation that um, it becomes a routine it becomes a routine just just like uh, we just need to check a box just just like you know um, we feel good because we, we we went to church it's Sunday we went to church. It becomes like a routine, we're no longer expecting. We are no longer expecting. So we are reminded sometimes, come expecting. Come expecting because you are, we are, we are going into the presence of God, right? So um, that's one thing I I I see in myself. I I don't know about you, but I am sharing what I am experiencing. You know, so reflection, evaluation of 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 our life, especially when someone close to us, a family, a, a, a relative, even just a friend, pass away. You know, we come to think, what about me? What what have I accomplished? What did I prioritize? You know, this reflection. I don't know about you, but, but that's me. <laughs> okay, we're going to read John 12, 27 to 30. And it says, now my soul is troubled. Jesus is speaking here. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose, I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven saying, I have both glorified and will, and will glorify it again. Therefore, the people who stood by and heard it said it had thunder. Others said, an angel has spoken to him. But Jesus answered and said, this voice did not come because of me, but for your sake. Come to think about those verses. Come to think about those verses. So there is a crowd of people following Jesus. They are curious. They are, you know, interested. They are involved with Jesus in some ways. He is about to enter into this passion of his death and resurrection and all these things that we know about. And a voice came from heaven. People are attentive to Jesus. Some people think it thundered. Some people think that the angel came and spoke to Jesus. So they heard the voice, the presence of God was there speaking, but they did not get it. They did not get it. The last, the last verse of that of that uh, scripture that we read, Jesus answered and said, these boys did not come because of me, but for your sake. I don't know about you, but I was thinking when I, I am reading these, these verses, that voice came, Jesus said, that voice came not for my sake, but for yours. It's not for me. So, what what can we learn from that? What can we learn from that? God is speaking. And are we listening? Are we listening? You know? So, there you go. And Jesus goes on to say, you did not get it the voice is not for me, it's for you. It's it's amazing because the crowd that are in there, they heard the voice, they heard the voice. But Jesus said, it's for your sake, that you heard the voice. So how often have we been in the presence of God and absolutely missing? I don't know about you, you know? So, he, he, he was there for us at that particular moment. Actually, he's here right now. He's here. He's here right now. Yeah. So, he is in our Sunday services. He is in our Bible studies. He is in our prayer meetings. He is there. Now, uh, let me define this. There is the omnipresence of God. We know that he is everywhere. There is the inner presence of God. He lives in us, right? And there is this corporate presence of God where it says, where two or three are gathered. We all know this verse. We all know this verse. Where two or three are gathered. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I am there, there. I am there in the midst of them. And there is the manifest presence of God. The manifest presence of God is when we see people healed. When we see people delivered or they are, they are set free, that's the manifest presence of God. So, how often have we been in the corporate presence but we haven't experienced anything? Will you wonder that after the service at the parking lot someone is already angry? Mom, <laughs> right? Or they are driving, you know, and they were cut off. So, illustrations that we always hear. Yeah. Amen. So, like the people following Jesus, they're in his presence. God is speaking. And they are not getting it. They are not getting it. I don't know about you, but I, I, I am thinking of this initiative of of how will we teach the people to uh, remember the message, remember the message on, on on Sunday preaching, even in the Bible study, Bible studies, you know. So I'm asking God, Lord, what what can we do? Because I'm also guilty on that. If I don't jot down, I forget, I forget. So what would we do, Lord? So that your word will stay. And if that word is stay in us, we remember to practice again, not just listening of the word, but a doer of the word, right? Yeah. So there you go. In a corporate presence, but we are not experiencing anything. We just feel happy. We are in the church at that time, you know? We we sing a couple of songs, we raise our hands and done we go back we go back in our wo- own world right i hope you're getting it <laughs> i hope so we go to church every sunday and for some of us our life is like a bummer oh, oh 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 and we just see some of our friends some of our brothers and sisters, you know, that they can't, they can just handle their life rightly before God. And they are with us every Sunday, every Bible study. So what can we do? We pray for them, pray for them, because I love this church because as everyone saying, love is here. Amen. The love of God is here. The love of God is here. So there. So we go to church every Sunday, and we see that our life is not really on a direction that 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 is pleasing to god or we 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 fail we make mistake and it's okay right it's okay but we go to god we repent we repent but at least you know we see some growth in our life, we see some growth because, uh, as as we say, there's no perfection. Our uh, we we are changed from glory to glory, and I believe it's a lifetime lifetime process. It's a lifetime process. So. Um, there you go. We are in the presence of God every week. Every week. And it says, where two or three are gathered, his presence is here. But when we even away and reflect on our life, still the same. We should be healed. We should be delivered. We should be peacemakers. Like the series of pastors, Sundays, messages. We should be merciful. And from glory to glory, we are going to die. Uh, a higher le- level when we are in grade one as a pacemaker maker, we should be in grade 10 now. You know? So <laughs> yeah, so those things. So why we don't see much of that? Is it because God is withholding withholding it from us? You know, we are taught we are taught with the word, like submit yourself to God, resist the devil, resist the devil, and 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 yet we know the devil is tempting us, but we give we gave in to the temptation you will say oh because I'm just human (laughs) and we have we have all this alibi we have all this alibi you know so we is it is it because God is withholding it from us or because we're not sensitive to the Holy Spirit Amen. We are completely unaware of the the, the the spiritual realm, and I think we 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 all we we're, we're all in this situation. Not sometimes, many times, many times, and I think it's a matter go to God and repent. And repent. All of us. So Matthew 13:15 says, "For the hearts of these people have has grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears" lest they should understand with their heart and turn so that I should heal them. That's the problem. That's the problem. Our hearts have, have become dull. Though we are followers of Jesus. Though we are followers of Jesus. So these people, they are following Jesus, and the voice came, and they thought it was going to rain. They miss it. Their hearts have grown dull, ears are hard of hearing, eyes have closed. Wow. Or else, or else that verse says the last part of that verse says, lest they should understand with their heart and turn so that I should heal them. Wow. Healing has a lot to do with the condition of our heart. So I'm not just speaking here of physical healing because when we are ill and when the doctors say you have cancer, you will, I, I believe, like me you will go on your knees and humble yourself before god yeah so it's it's the condition of our heart not just physical healing but these these people with pride in their hearts the people who are judgmental they keep on pointing fingers but they can't see their own problem Yeah. So many times for believers, our hearts have become dumb. We're not listening, we're not sensitive. We're not sensitive. Oh, believe me, I know. Because I've been there. I've been there. I thought I'm listening, but I'm not. But I'm not. Yeah. So, There's no more excitement. We are no longer expecting. If we are coming on on this corporate presence of God, you know, the gathering of his saints, we should be expecting because we are meeting the most powerful God. We should be expecting. And we, not one of us here will say I don't have a need. I don't have a need. So when we come into the presence of God, we should come expecting. We should come expecting. So sometimes I have this idea before, oh God is so busy. All, all the people are coming to him and and bringing their problems. So I should not bother God. I had that idea before, so I don't present my request to God. Yeah, which is very wrong. Come expecting, a small or great need, God can. Mm -hmm. For we know nothing is impossible with him. Amen. Amen. Nothing is impossible with him. -hmm. Amen. So, we're in the corporate presence of God, but we haven't been drawing in our inheritance. Ooh. So, we are studying the book of Ephesians on Saturdays. And we read from chapter one that Paul is praying for the believers in Ephesians that they may know, that they may know the riches of the glory of their inheritance in Christ. Yeah, so we come, we gather around, we gather around, but we haven't been receiving our inheritance. Our inheritance. So what are our inheritance? What are our inheritance in Christ? Of course, we know, salvation, peace, joy, very important for me, the joy. Because I'm not a joyful person. Joy, joy, joy. Yeah. That's very important to me. So all this inheritance from Christ, our inheritance is that we have favor from God and favor from man. And favor from man. Yeah. So we have to be drawing on our inheritance when we come to this corporate presence of God. So we're missing that God is right here ready to bring blessings in our life. If we are not attentive, we're missing the things that happen in the spirit because we're not sensitive to them. You know, we're always physical what what we see. We're always looking on the physical. We forget that there is a spiritual realm. Sometimes I think, you know, like Pastor once said, he's praying here in one of the morning prayers and he saw angels so angels here. That's what I mean when we are sensitive into the spiritual realm. When we are worshiping on Sundays, I see angels worshiping with us. Angels worshiping with us. So when I close my eyes, I see Jesus sitting on his throne. know, so you know, being sensitive in the spiritual realm. So we don't, we don't let them bring fruit into our lives, meaning when we are in the presence of God, there's no fruit. There is no fruit. So I was thinking about the parable of the sower. And we all know this you know when the sower saw the seed some fell on the wayside and satan will come and get those seed right away and then some fell on the stony ground mm-hmm. the stony ground and then and then it says because uh, they received the word but because It doesn't have root. When persecution and tribulation come, you stumble right away because the word has no root. And some fell on the thorny ground and it says the deceitfulness of uh, of riches have choked the word. The deceitfulness of riches on of the word. And the fourth, you know, what's the fourth? Some fell on the good soil, And there is the fruit. It says in the scripture, and it produced 30, 60, 100 fold. 100 fold. So there is the fruit. What I am saying, what am I saying here? Is that, you know, when we are in the presence of God, our life will produce fruit. Our life will produce fruit. Like, for instance, in the Philippines, um, so many cases that when I, I gather, when I um, uh, just knew, you know, in my relationship with God, I gather with my friends. And they see something in me. They see something in me that is different. And for instance, they, they, they knew that you're, they, you're reading your Bible. They will let you pray. They will call you and ask you uh, something is spiritual. These are the fruits. These are the fruits. It's not just like we win a soul and bring it, bring it to the barn here, you know? So fruit is when we change our life, when our mind was renewed, like what Romans 12 is saying. That we are no longer conformed to this world. That's the fruit. That we know the will of God, the good and pleasing and perfect will of God. That's the fruit. Amen. So... When there is no fruit and our life is something like, you know, here and there, here and there, then we question ourselves, why isn't God moving in my life? Like for instance, when people don't get healed, that's the question we hear. That's the question we hear. So is our heart open to him? Are we sensitive? to his spirit, are we looking for him? Because we can be here raising our hands and singing, but we are not looking for him. So John 1, 10 to 11 says, he was in the world and the world was made through him. And the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own did not receive him. We, we, we all know that is scripture. And what a sad thing, right? What a sad thing. Jesus, the life, the light, the sustainer of all things. But his own did not receive him. The creator but the creation did not receive him. What a sad thing. Yeah. So, I have a deep admiration on people that always give God the glory. Yeah. In our achievements in whatever uh, things we have we give God the glory we give God the glory because we know and we know it's all from him amen, amen. it's all from him yeah. so when we didn't receive something from God, it's not that he would withhold, withhold it from us. It's not that he is doing nothing. And again, I remember my prayers to God for my children. Will I say God is doing nothing when I see my children? not living their life righteously. So, you know, my husband and I uh, have been praying for our children. And actually, they were raised going to church since their birth in bird. I would go to church with them. And remember in the Philippines, we don't have a stroller. We don't have a stroller. Yeah, so only only the rich people can afford that. So just, just come to think with me, I'm going to ride a jeepney. I'm going to ride a jeepney mm-hmm. with the milk and the bun uh-huh. of diapers and, and, and the baby on your hand. Mm-hmm. And, and, and sometimes riding a jeepney you know, you bump with each other so, ju- so, so that you can get in. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's how it is. That's, that's how it is, you mm-hmm. know. So, I was thinking for all of this, but the church that I am going to, um, uh, we have these nurseries, these nurseries and someone is there praying for these babies. That's why, you know what, I cry. I cry when I am praying for these babies. Lord from birth, Lord from birth. These children are are prayed for. Yes. Yeah. But the Lord says, "My thoughts are higher than your thoughts, and my ways are higher than your ways." Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. And my heart is believing. My heart is believing that they are with the Lord. And the Lord is instructing them. Because they are being prayed for. So I I, I, I mention about that because I said when we didn't receive something from God, it's is it God withholding it from us? You know what I see about this? God has given me a reason to be on my knees praying. God has given me a reason to come into his presence because I need to pray for these children. That's the best part. That's the best part. Amen. So it was because our hearts was tuned to something else. Our thoughts are looking about something else that we didn't get it. If we can be in the presence of God and our beepers aren't going off, there's a problem. We are in the presence of God here, and our beepers, like our oh, yeah, I forgot to to take out to tow the chicken for dinner tonight. It, yeah. Yeah, there you go. And many things that comes into our mind when when we are in the presence of the King of Kings. Yes. Yes. Right. So, so I don't know. Right. We all fall into this mistake. Mm. We are. We are. So really we need to to just be intentional. I tried hard. I tried hard. Sunday, breakfast time, my husband and I are praying, preparing our hearts. Preparing our hearts for the service. We pray for the message, we pray for pastor, we pray for the worship. Most especially we pray for our heart that we can receive our inheritance. That we can receive our inheritance. Because, you know, it's, it's it, for me, it's a ways that I go into the presence of the king of kings and I get nothing. The peace and the joy is number one for me, because you know before I I I don't have peace. I think of so many things, and I am not a joyful person. That's why I I told my husband, "Say say a joke, joke." <laughs> he always from from work from work he always give me a joke. <laughs> when he comes from work. <laughs> yeah. 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 So so here we see the importance of focus. That let, let us focus on God when we are here. Yes. When we are here. So I have learned to do that. You know, when something else in my mind and I am here worshiping, I have learned to to take that away, it's kind of like hitting that delete button, mm-hmm. you know? I am in the presence of my Lord. I don't want you, I don't want you. And and you know what, you can do that. You can do that. So that's focus. Ah, our hearts, our hearts have grown down we're feeding on the wrong things. We are disconnected. Luke 5, 15 says, then the report went around concerning him. This is Jesus. Great multitudes came together to heal and to be healed. To heal and to be healed. They didn't come to tell their problems. So often people are people people that are afflicted want to make sure you know how bad they were afflicted. You know they they will they will tell you in details how they got hurt and how this person do this and do that. You know they don't come to hear; they come to talk. So we shouldn't be looking to everyone to know how bad it is and everything the doctor said. We should be looking to hear him, because hearing him will heal us. So do we have a clue to hear him? Have we ever heard him? You know, that's, that's one subject that we really need to work. Hearing God's voice. Jesus said in the, in, in the Gospels, my sheep hear, hear my voice. They know my voice. Yeah. So that's that's another subject. So this is why some of his children are suffering. We miss him, even though he is in our presence. Many people don't receive because they don't like the person God is using. Oh oh. Right? this critical spirit about this person God is using. And you know what? I have a news for you. There is no one else God can use. So, he uses that person. I I always believe, I always believe that, you know, when a preacher is teaching the truth of god he is chosen anointed and he has he he has this authority to teach the word i always believe that i don't expect a preacher to be sinless if they sin they sin to god they sin to god not to the people yeah. So some people cannot receive from a preacher because they are critical. They don't like the person preaching. They don't like his personality and and all these things. You you can you can enumerate what what you don't like. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, you you cannot receive from the Holy Spirit. If our heart is that way. So busy judging and criticizing. Some people even 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 notice that oh that that thing shouldn't be there. Oh the mic, the mic should be much better why don't we worry about all these things when you come here to meet with the Lord of Lords? Right? So, being in the presence of God. Amen. So, let's So, where we are the one shutting down God's grace. And we thought that a compassionate God, you know, can't give what we are asking for. But we are the ones shutting off his grace. We are losing what we should have been receiving because we are choking off the grace of God in our life. So let's make a decision now to stay out of this condition. Let's make a decision that uh, we are no longer on God's doctrinal police squad. When you, you know, when you are police, oh, you have a violation, you, you know. <laughs> Let us turn in our guns, our bullets, our budge. No more of this judging and criticizing or, or looking on what's wrong in him. No, no more of these things. So let's open our hearts and just receive the grace of God for what we need, for what we need. So a crowd was around Jesus, but one guy off to the side had recognition. Now people are following him because of their curiosity, because of the show, they were looking for that spectacular, think with me. Jesus with a crown. Jesus with a crown of people. Some of them are looking for the signs, miracles, because they heard that Jesus raised Lazarus. Jesus raised the dead. They were there because you know they were following Jesus because of these, these signs, these miracles. Mm-hmm. But this one guy who is on the side road, blind Bartimaeus, he cries out, "Son of God, have mercy on me." There you go, Son of God. There was the recognition. Jesus heard that in the midst of all of this throng of people going down the road. He hears the voice of recognition, which is the voice of faith. These blind Bartimaeus recognize the presence of God. What a tragedy. The blind see the presence of God. in a place he doesn't even like just imagine you are on the side road people people are there you know lining up or 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 crowding jesus and he is on the side road he heard jesus is there and he he said son of david son of david and if you read that account He cried all the more. He cried all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And people, people crowding Jesus told them to shut up. Shut up. But Jesus said, let him come to me. And this is a very good question that I want to hear every time from my master. What do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? So the, these people following Jesus, crowding on him, you know, they have love, I believe, they have love to hear those questions Jesus asked on them. But because their focus on, is, is on something else, you know, they didn't recognize the presence of God. Their focus is, oh, can I see a miracle today? That's their focus. Can I see a sign today? Yeah. Yeah. So blind Bartimaeus, Jesus said let him come to me and he throws off his identity as blind beggar and Jesus said what do you want to do what do you want me to do for you and we know we know that that blind beggar was healed because he recognized the presence of God amen so let's not miss what he has in store for us. They are our inheritance. They are our inheritance. Like what I hear from, from, from uh, preachings, that, you know, uh, in heaven, there are so many gifts, access of gifts, but they are there because no one asks, They are them because no one asks, So our inheritance is ours. We can receive them, receive them because our hearts is on something else. So let's pray. Our heavenly Father,